We don't really do anything for this anymore, right? No. Okay. Hey guys, welcome to this very special episode of the Shark Dropper Podcast. Wow. It's, that wasn't the second time you've uh, had to say that. No. It's not like we had to test the mics, recorded it, messed up, and then had to record again. No, because we're professionals here at Shark Dropper. Right. Everything is... Uh, the sound levels were fine. Yeah. We're fine the first time, which mm-hmm. this is, yeah. a recording. There we go. By the way, this isn't a special episode or anything. It's It's maybe slightly above average, if that. Now, if above average episode of Shard Dropper, yeah, that's that's something special. That I mean, well, that's pretty much why I said the special episode. But it's not. It's not like like you're gonna listen to this. You're not gonna be blown away. Mm. No, but you'll be. I mean, satisfied. I guess. Yeah. If this is what you listen to and you know what Shard Dropper is, you'll I know be it's not going so great at the moment. <laughs> but you just gotta trust that this show is just gonna. On a scale from one to Mildly ten, blow you away. Hold on, hold on. On a scale from one to ten, how much better, ten being the highest, is this episode going to get? Five. So I mean, yeah, you're right. it's, okay. it's, it's average. It's going to be average. No. It's, right. it's just going to be an average episode of Shark Chopper. Yeah. I'm sorry. I, you know, I preempted with a special episode, but it's not. Yeah. Oh, I'm John, by the way. Oh, I'm Robert. Oh yeah, good job, and host. Kyle, <laughs> not here. Yeah, there we go. Kyle's at a baseball game. And we're not. Well, right. I mean, we're here <laughs> recording. <laughs> not live at the baseball game. Right, right. Are the Rays winning? I don't think so. No. So That's he's going to be very... Yeah, he's going to be very... We're actually doing a short episode uh, this week. We've it's actually... A... No, I think the episode's going to go by really quick. I know, like, you know, when you talk about like that, yeah. like that episode like that, like, mm-hmm. well, just just get on with it. I'm like, all right, I'm getting there. I think impatient bastard. We've, we've been... <laughs> The first two and a half minutes of this podcast explaining what this podcast is going to be like. Is that like, what? What episode is this going to be? Like, honor and something? You know, I never wanted to admit it. I don't think like, we've ever actually explained how this podcast works after like a hundred something episodes. I'm just saying, like, I, I never wanted to admit it, but like, you know, with Kyle not here, I mean, this thing is tanking. <laughs> it's, it's really, this podcast is going downhill. I say we just go with it. Let's take it all the way to the bottom. <laughs> Let's, let's see spend, how hard we can crash it. Let's spend this shortened episode, this f- half an hour, just explaining how good this episode's going to be. <laughs> <laughs> right now, I feel like we're just we're doing a swimming lessons right now. That's what it feels like. Yeah. By the way, if you don't know what swimming lessons is, check out Patreon. You can donate there and uh, get some other podcasts that uh, include me, John, and Kyle. Yeah. I don't know. Actually, yeah. There's a lot to talk about this week. What what is there to talk about, John? In case you didn't know, yep. Apparently, Brexit. It's not the name of an all fiber breakfast cereal. <laughs> right? Trust me, I was looking all over. <laughs> yeah. No, apparently, for those of you who have uh, been living under a rock, the the UK voted to leave the EU, the European Union. Right. And that's that's actually pretty big news. Yeah, it is. 
I, I think it's fair to assume that like most of our listeners are Americans. So it's kind of hard to put into perspective like why, you know, the UK leaving the EU is such a huge deal. A lot of I, people were upset about. I mean, like, well, I think the uh, the metaphor that I've seen like pop up to help explain the significance to Americans is like, imagine if Texas voted to succeed from the United States of America. Right. It's basically kind of the same thing, even though like. UK, like, it's its own country. It's its own sovereign country. And Texas is, like, you know, part of the United States of America. But, you know, if Texas voted to lead the United States, it basically means they're just foregoing the backing of the American military, the American Mm -hmm. economy. Like, they're just going to go at it on their own. So it's it's basically what the UK is kind of doing. Like, okay, you know, they had the, uh, you know, the security blanket of the EU. So now they're, like, kind of going at it. Going on, uh, they're the, going to buy it on their own. Yeah, I so mean, it'll be interesting. Like the day after the the vote passed, yeah, <laughs> the uh, the UK stock markets just like responded negatively. It was hilarious. <laughs> and I think like Google said that the top searched question was "What is the Brexit?" by people in Britain. <laughs> like that was the thing, and they voted on it. Like they yeah. voted, and that's crazy. I. I think, like you said, with the Texas thing, uh, some I want to say it was a comedian, somebody, some celebrity, some uh, British celebrity posted a picture, kind of summarizing what it's like, and it showed all these kind of different foods, like vegetables, fruits, uh, processed foods from other countries, separated from like a can can of beans made in Britain. Yeah. And it's just showed the can of beans in one corner of the table and everything else on the other corner showing like you're not going to have like those import ep- exports like Well, it's I be, mean, like, you'll still you'll get that. I mean, you'll get It's just some, it'll but, be a little bit more expensive. Yeah. It's going to yeah, because yeah. That was the whole point of the EU to kind of facilitate and simplify trade between like all the countries in in, the, in Europe. Europe. Yeah. So, and when you and when you leave the EU, right? You have to pay higher taxes the mm-hmm. uh workers can't like you need a visa just to go into you know the rest of europe for going into the going from the uk so right it's, yeah it's yeah imagine if texas succeeded they uh you need a visa just to leave texas to go into the u.s and vice versa and that's that's really weird if one state had to succeed which one would you want it to be mm. north dakota no one gives a shit about North Dakota. <laughs> which one are, you, are you talking about? Like, which state would be the which would one actually you, like make it on their own? Yeah, which one do you think would make it on their own? California? Mm. No, no, they don't have the economy. Well, they it, do. They have the, the they, economy. It's just it's it's, it's kind of shit great. right yeah, now. It's not that great right now. New York, maybe. I don't know. It's uh, I'm, I'm like, I, I, I want to say Texas, but the thing is, they're kind of on the border with Mexico. So, I mean, that would uh, definitely take a lot of money and manpower just to kind of guard the border because they don't have the, uh, you know, the U.S. government, like, uh, helping out with that. You build a wall. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you always do that. Yeah. I don't know. I just, uh, just reading about it, the Brexit vote, it was interesting. The majority of the youth vote overwhelmingly voted to remain in the EU. But, you know, because they were the use, like, they didn't show up in higher numbers than the older population who voted overwhelmingly to leave the EU. 
So, yeah, yeah. it's a it's it's an interesting stat to look at. Do you think they could ever be part of the EU again? Well, the funny thing is, the referendum is not legally binding, so the politicians could just they could just like ignore it if they want to, but that'd be political suicide, right? (laughs) But I mean, like, it just feels like what they're doing right now is just like it's gonna it's gonna cause some problems. Sure, I mean, we live in a global economy these days, so you know, whatever happens in Europe, like, definitely affects uh, Europe. Yeah, (laughs) that's that's what I've heard. Yeah, but yeah, it's a it's. I don't know. It's interesting. Yeah. I mean, most most celebrities, British celebrities, were, like, pretty upset about it. I, I know they took to, like, Twitter, uh, like, um, James Corden or whatever. Uh, um, I think Elizabeth Hurley. There was just, like, a lot of British celebrities that were just, like, upset by, like, the fact that they wanted to leave the EU. Right. But I... We'll see. We'll see how it plays out. But like you said, it's gonna like it's gonna definitely mess with their economy. It's gonna make things tougher. Yeah, I mean, it might especially, work out in the long especially run, especially with trade. I, do you think so, though? It may 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 not work in the long run. We don't really know. It's just in the short term. It's definitely gonna if it works tank out. Everything. If it works out, will other countries do the same thing? I think so. Actually, I don't think it's gonna work out. It, it depends on which countries we're talking about. The UK, Portugal. It, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Will they make it? But the UK was like one of the bigger members of the EU. Like they actually oh, paid yeah. more in the, into the EU than all the other uh, members of the EU. So right. them leaving, like, I don't know, they, uh, they had like a more leeway, I guess. Well, I don't know. More power to them. Let's see what happens. Well, if anything, if you want to always want to take a trip to the UK, now would be the time because the pound is... Uh, Gone down a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of global um, issues and stuff, or not even issues, but you hear about the Panama Canal, like where they just like expanded it or whatever. Like, is the Panama Canal really that? I've heard it's not even that important anymore. What do you mean? Like shipping wise, like you know, it's especially like because like in America and stuff, like we have two coasts like we have you know the west coast or whatever on the pacific and and then like we have our whole east coast but like it's not like back in the day like the panama canal was important i think like you know america funded it or whatever and we we shipped you know supplies to like the other side and stuff especially during like wartime like it was important but like now it's not really like we have a fleet on the west coast we have a fleet on the east coast we have you know like i haven't kept it in my uh Of my uh, shipping routes lately. Really? <laughs> I just don't so, think of like any other direct route. What are your like, views uh, on the Suez Canal? <laughs> <laughs> no, I just, I mean, is there like another? Is like a better route? I just, like, well, I just don't think we like ship stuff from coast to coast using ships, like literal ships, as much as we used to. Like it's not. At least no, Americans don't. I think we. I think yeah, we're like customers. But we're talking like huge companies. They still use like, yeah. But I just huge... I, I read somewhere that like America is just not. I mean, they obviously it's still in use and like it's it's still important and stuff. I just heard it's not as important as it used to be. Um, they did expand it, but I guess like it was actually funded by like Panama this time, and like mm-hmm. Panama actually expanded it instead of like America funding the whole thing and stuff. But 
I don't know. I, I think it's like interesting. I always wanted to like go down there and like go through it and stuff. I heard it's like pretty expensive. Panama? Or like, well, you like going through the Panama Canal and stuff. Right. But I don't know. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's still important. <laughs> I don't know. No, I'm sure it's definitely still important because of ship shipments and stuff. Teddy Roosevelt but. would uh, be disagreeing with you. Oh, <laughs> uh, young Robert. In his grave. <laughs> yeah. in young his Robert, grave. I didn't build the Panama Canal for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> you do a just, great he, Teddy he rides off of his Rough Riders. <laughs> I feel like you're doing a Robin Williams impersonation from Night at the Museum. I love Night at the Museum. <laughs> Dude, I read uh, I read a book on the Panama Canal, and why did you read a book in a Panama I Canal? I just kind of wanted to learn about the Panama Canal. Did someone already like check out Stephen King? <laughs> yeah, all the Stephen King books were gone at the library, <laughs> and I just decided. I think you said check out. Like I go to the library. I haven't been to the library in years. It was a joke, Robert. <laughs> yeah. Explain it. Okay. <laughs> I know. I'm just saying, like, I, I just wanted to read. It was actually, like, a Kindle book. It was, like, 99 cents. I read it. And, like, like I think one of the weirdest things was, like, they had, like, um, this will always stick with me. Like, they had these um, Panamanians or whatever you call them, like, Panamanian people. They were helping, obviously, build you know, for very low wages and stuff, um, build the Panama Canal. And they used to, like, take... They used to offer, like, American... Um, Americans would, like, offer them money to, like, go into, like, these... Because, like, mosquitoes were spreading disease, and they wanted to see, like, how many... Like, how easy it was to transfer diseases. They they wanted to, like, cure this stuff. So, like, so many people were dying building the canal. And they ended up, like, building, like, these rooms and putting, like, just massive amounts of mosquitoes in there. And they would, like, pay certain amounts of money to certain Panamanians to go in there and see like how long, how many stings or how many bites they could take before they started like getting sick and they would go in there and they would spend like a long time in there just get, just getting bit by like hundreds, hundreds of thousands of mosquitoes. (sighs) And like most of them would die eventually, but they would use that money to pay because their families needed food and stuff. Like that was just like, that's dark shit. Man. That's like that's like slavery kind of shit. Well, they signed up for it. <laughs> I mean, I guess, but they just they wanted money to help pay for, Man, you know, what a way to go. Just uh, just mosquitoes. <laughs> walk into a room full of mosquitoes and just kind of what shrivel up to death. If you had to walk into a room full of bugs, what what bugs would you want? Mm. <laughs> <don't know. laughs> just probably cockroaches. No, I can't do that shit. I think S- that'd be pretty fun. Slugs. Really? I think that'd be fun. I think that would be fun. Slipping and sliding everywhere. <laughs> I don't know. I uh every time you see a cockroach, I always just want to like like kill it. So I think me walking to a room full of cockroaches would be a oh, pretty good way to spend a couple hours. That would be so <laughs> gross, man. I can't I can't do cockroaches. They don't, I know I know they like most of the time they're just running away from you and shit, but mm. for some reason I can do spiders, scorpions, all those, but I can't do cockroaches. Two questions for you guys. Am I original? Am I the only one? Um, then head on over to lootcrate.com slash shark, and they want you to join them for their futuristic July as they uh, celebrate some of pop culture's favorite prognostications of science in the future. Uh, look towards tomorrow with items from Rick and Morty, Futurama, Star Trek, Mega Man, Valiant Comics, and Star Trek again. I guess they must have it twice. Cool. 
Uh, they've included a model, a figure, uh, and their monthly tea and pin. So what is Loot Crate, guys? Loot Crate is a service for 20 bucks a month. You're going to get six to eight items that include licensed gear, apparel, collectibles, unique one-of-a-kind items, and a hell of a lot more. You have usually until the 19, uh, 9 p.m. Pacific time to subscribe and receive that month's box. So if you guys like this future-themed box, you only have until the 19th of this month to get that box. And then after that, you're not getting it anymore. So if you're a big Rick and Morty fan, if you're a big Futurama or Star Trek fan, uh, you may want to check out this month's box. And time is running out. Time is of the essence, guys. You can't you can't fast forward to the future to get this box ever again. In fact, if you fast forward to the future, you're gonna you're gonna fuck yourself because you're not gonna get your hands on this loot crate. Um, so make sure you head on over to lootcrate.com slash shark. Enter the promo code SHARKDROPPER. Uh, you're going to save yourself 10% off your first loot crate. And it's ba- it's a $45 value in every crate. You're getting it for 20 bucks a month. And you're going to get even you're gonna get it for even less than that uh, by going to lootcrate.com slash shark. You put in the promo code SHARKDROPPER. And it's also going to help us out. Uh, it's a lot of cool stuff. I really like the way that, that every loot crate was, was uh, laid out. And uh, it, it's a lot of neat cool things in it so if you're into all that kind of stuff you want to save a little bit of money on it as well lootcrate.com slash shark promo code shark dropper there's so like some kind of evolutionary thing where like humans were just uh maybe back in the day cockroaches were just huge and like like the old cartoons yeah. where like elephants are scared of like mice yeah <laughs> and they'd run away yeah i don't know maybe it's like some old evolutionary memory where like you know humans like were <laughs> Underneath said, the food chain of cockroaches. <laughs> yeah, God, there's, there's just huge uh, cockroaches that were just, like, running. It was, like, time, uh, what was it, time machine, where it's just, yeah. like, huge cockroaches just running people. Hmm. Maybe. Yeah. Throwing, like, the whip and shit. <laughs> That'd be scary. Speaking no. of mosquitoes, yeah. it actually brings up the fact that the Olympics are going to be in <laughs> Rio. <laughs> You were, t- but, you were talking about that, right? Yeah, but Rio is currently dealing with the Zika virus. Yeah. And the Zika virus is spread by mosquitoes. But one of the ways it's spread. And it's just, I don't know. It's going to be a shit show. You think it's really going to be that bad? I mean. So the uh, the waterway or the bay in yeah. Rio, like where they're going to have like a lot of water events, mm-hmm. it, there's literally shit floating in the water. That's great. Like you can Google it. Like right. when I say shit show, yeah. I mean that literally. <laughs> like I feel bad for like the well the uh, what the kayakers and like right. you know all those guys like they've been training for like four years at least to just like be able to make it to this event and when you get there it's like oh god I have to like you know risk hepatitis <laughs> just don't just, get the water on you uh, yeah I don't know do you watch the Olympics yeah I do do you? especially Which- like the the track and field events really. Yeah, I can, I didn't really get into those. I, I mean, I watch the Olympics every once in a while. There's just certain ones I'll watch, but like, yeah, I don't know the the sprints. Like, that's really exciting to watch. Yeah, I can never just I I don't know. I I ended up watching like like the volleyball ones for some reason. Like, I just watched a lot of volleyball. Sure. And then uh, like some of the, like the water sports, like those were okay, like the kayaking and stuff, but. Oh no! I never got into the Olympics as much as like 
Some well, people I mean, I only watch it. it like once every four years. You only watch so it once every yeah. four years? What about the Winter Olympics? I don't, I don't watch Olympics? like the 24-hour Olympics channel or anything like that. <laughs> Why not I'm not winter? like a hardcore fan. <laughs> but you don't watch the Winter Olympics? Actually, I don't. Yeah, Something I don't <laughs> Although, I do like curling. Yeah. That shit's cool. <laughs> Just like scrubbing ice shit. <laughs> Trying to get a big block across. <laughs> no, I mean, I like the Olympics. I mean, you got the soccer, you know, games. Like, that's that's huge. But you also got like... You know, wrestling and boxing and like uh, all the track and field stuff and swimming. It's uh, swimming. I, I did watch last time. Yeah, I don't know. It's cool to watch like these athletes, like you know, who dedicated their entire lives just like try to like uh, go for gold. It's really exciting to watch. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I agree. I just yeah, I never got into it that much. I just think like some of those things, like when you think of curling, it's like that's. It. Like that's an Olympic sport. Like that's not something that you just watch all the time. Whereas like basketball is Olympic sport, but it's also huge in America. Yeah, it's like it's always not always on, but it's like half the year. It's Another on. thing that always bothered me is that like they allowed professional athletes to participate in the Olympic games. Yeah, I mean it's it it's but cool that's... from a fan standpoint. Like it's really exciting to watch. But if you think about it, like the Olympics are like they're all about like amateur, like uh, are they though? competition? It's just like. But, I mean, these are people who are training on, like, a ski slope for, like, years to participate in the Olympics, whereas, like, skiing's not, like, a sport that you watch all the time. So I get that. But, like, when you have, like, basketball players from America playing basketball in the Olympics, I mean, that's what they do. It's like we're going to send our best basketball players to compete against Yeah, I mean, like I said, it's exciting to watch. But, like, I don't know, from a purist standpoint, just the... It's a little... I mean, I think it's unfair. I mean, like, <laughs> yeah. you have, like, our basketball players playing against... Dares. Russia's <laughs> <laughs> basketball players, and, like, yeah, I mean, I get that. But they're still training. I mean, they're still practicing for those four years until it happens. Yeah. It's just we have actual seasons of it. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I, I get it, but... I mean, I want to watch it. I uh, I don't think Rio... Is prepared uh, or can handle an Olympics, but I heard like when when countries host the Olympics, like they go into debt, like they oh, like yeah. yeah they spend so much money because you need to have the proper Olympic venues, right? That can hold like a lot the amount of people right. and and all the sports, yeah. And then also like they do that intro ceremony, and they're always trying to top, you know, yeah. the last. I mean, they say like, well, the Olympics attracts a lot of tourism. But the Olympics only last like a couple months. Yeah. I at don't, most. Yeah. And yeah, the amount of money that you lose. Do I forget? You expect to make up in like that short amount of time? Wasn't it in Britain last time? The last Olympics? Uh I don't remember. I think it was in Britain. And then I think it's gonna be in Japan after Rio. A summer Olympic? Not a winter Olympics? I don't know. Maybe it's winter. Hmm. I, I know because like Universal like, when I was looking up, like, Universal, like, building new, like, additions to the theme parks, they said that when they signed over with Nintendo and they started, inc- they wanted to include Nintendo rides at Universal, they were going to start in Japan because they wanted to finish the Nintendo rides in Japan because there's going to be the Olympics there um, and they wanted to draw tourism there, too. That's I what I la- last read. So I don't know if it's the Winter Olympics or if it's going to be, like, the Summer Olympics in another four years or whatever. But... Mm-hmm. We'll see. I think Japan could handle it. 
yeah. better than Rio, but <laughs> it's Brazil. I Apples mean, and oranges. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> They're across the globe. Yeah. Makes sense. I don't know. I, I'll watch it, but we'll so see. So Nintendo, the Nintendo theme park is actually happening, huh? It's not going to be a Nintendo theme park. It, it's just going to be an addition to Universal. So they're going to add Nintendo rides, but I don't know what Nintendo rides. I was hoping they were going to do that here first, but I guess they're going to start in Japan. I guess that makes sense, though. It's Nintendo. Right. I'm still hoping for the uh, real-life Mario Kart. I think a real-life Mario Kart raceway where you I'm... can drop shells and stuff, that'd be cool. <laughs> yeah, I already talked about it in a previous episode, right. which were like I detailed my grand plan of how uh, you can make a, a real-life Mario Kart you know, ride work. But like so. what okay, besides Mario Kart, and I know we talked a little bit about this before, but like besides Mario Kart, what other rides could you have? Like from like Mario, Zelda, Metroid? Uh you could do like one of those like uh you could do like a Star Fox ride where like uh Star Fox would be cool. Um, let's see. I mean you can make like a roller coaster or like one of the themes, like uh <laughs> just a Mario roller coaster. <laughs> yeah, why not? Um da, 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 da. You, you could do like a it could be like a cool little Metroid thing. I think like a Metroid, you know how like the Transformers. You can have like ride. a little kids area and call it Yoshi's Island, just for like cute little the little Yoshis. eggs, like spinning yeah. eggs. Yeah, eh. have like a little baby Mario like uh, running around, <laughs> like an actual baby <laughs> Mario, <laughs> a real baby dressed as Mario, yeah, yeah. <laughs> running, running around the theme park. <laughs> yeah, I just, I mean, I think that'd be cool. I don't know. When Possibilities are endless. Really, you could do a lot of stuff. The type of stuff. The. Uh, the Universal over here, they're starting to build the Fast and the Furious ride. They're starting to build a last or uh, late night uh, Jimmy Fallon ride. Wait, yeah. wait, a late night they're, with Jimmy Fallon they're ride? Doing, they're doing a Jimmy Fallon ride. What kind Tonight of ride Show. is it going to be? Uh, is it like a roller coaster? Or is I, it like a... No, I think it's like a motion. Oh, motion. Uh, what do you call it? Simulator ride. Motion simulator ride. Yep. Based on the Tonight with Show with Jimmy, Jimmy Fallon. Fallon. Yeah, for real. So, <laughs> so you're sitting down the little... Uh, what a you're car just part of the or studio, something? Studio oh, okay, so you're sitting in like in the little mini studio audience, and he just interviews somebody, and you go, "Whoa!" <laughs> like so, like he he comes, he brings out like like uh, like a big Robert guest, Downey Jr. Like Robert Downey Jr. Robert Downey Jr. tells a funny story, and then your seat just like goes up and down, just as you just, laugh, and you hear like this like <laughs> the laugh track, <laughs> and then you applause. Whoa! Yeah, you applaud when it says applause, and then uh, that's it. Man. I actually want to ride that now. <laughs> I I don't. I think it's like a tour through New York or something. So it's like a. Oh. I don't know what it's gonna be like, but that they're putting that where Twister is, and then they're putting a Fast and Furious where Disaster slash Earthquake used to be. I don't know. And then they're building a new water park, Volcano Bay, right next to it too. Oh, cool. It's they're building a lot, but I, I want Nintendo. It's just like Disney's building Star Wars and Marvel rides there now, and. They're eventually going to build an Avatar world. Ew. That's what I heard. Like, Disney's getting Avatar, like, the rights to Avatar, and they're going to build an Avatar, either theme park Avatar or is edition. Paramount, right? Or something like that? I don't know. I think so. It's not Universal. It's, it's not, not Disney. It's not Universal or Disney, but Disney got the rights to it to build, like, a park. Right. And Avatar 2, 3, and 4 are going to be coming out eventually. <laughs> yeah. There's four of them. I'm glad the fourth one <laughs> yeah, is definitely been being planned as well. I think you need more than a trilogy to tell that story. Yeah. Pocahontas story. <laughs> I don't know. 
You know what's funny is the last time you and I did like a podcast, just you and I, I think we talked about Pocahontas and like what what movies were based on the Pocahontas storyline. I think we came to the conclusion that every movie is based, based on Pocahontas. Based on the Pocahontas. Yeah. I mean, we don't yeah. have to go through that again. So it's a, that's interesting. They're basically building the Pocahontas theme, theme park. park. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> basically, you go in there. As John You murder Smith. a bunch of natives. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, you go in there with your friends. They murder a bunch of natives. You feel bad. You meet somebody at the park that you like, and you try to build a romance with them. Mm. And you end up staying at the park, and you live at the park then. It's been a while since I've seen Pocahontas. <laughs> Did he actually stay with uh with Pocahontas? Yeah, I mean she didn't go back. She didn't go with him. Mm. Isn't that the Dances with Wolves too? Kind of the same thing. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I'm not being like jokey at this point. Like, I mean, like I think it is. Like Dances with Wolves is kind of the same kind of storyline. Probably. Most likely. <laughs> I think it is. I think because he stayed too with the Indians. I don't know. Whatever. But yeah, I guess uh, you play as John Smith and you ride roller coasters. (laughs) It'll be great. Yeah. Did you like Avatar? No. You didn't? It was. As James Cameron movie goes. Yeah. It's uh. It was pretty underwhelming. The 3D was great. It was. That was probably like the only 3D I ever. But the uh. 3D is only part of the package, like the story, the characters, and all that. It was just kind of, it wasn't bad. It was just underwhelming. I didn't like it the first time I saw it, and the second time I like, I liked it a little bit more. Yeah. And like, there's parts of it I don't care about, but overall, I liked it. It's just compared to like all of his other movies he's ever done. Like, he hasn't really done a bad movie, though. I know. Until I saw Avatar. Okay, that's like, not really a bad uh, movie. If you had to pick like directors and their best okay. movie and the worst movie, so if Avatar, that's his worst movie. Avatar was his worst movie. That you really think that's his worst movie? Yeah. What's worse than Avatar? Uh, True Lies wasn't that great. Oh fuck you! <laughs> True Lies is a great movie. Probably Tom Arnold's only good role. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, you'll take that back when you watch Cradle to the Grave again. <laughs> Actually, I don't know if that's the one he was in. He was in one with BMX. Yeah. We're really recapping some shit we've talked about over the past like <laughs> few months. I don't know. I uh... no, True Lies is better than Avatar. That's not even like an really? argument. Yeah. What? Yes. Okay, Terminator, the first one. What was that? Better was... than Avatar. Piranha Two. No, he just wrote that, I think. I didn't even know he uh, was involved. Or no, was was it Pran- He directed Prana 2. Did he? Yeah. That was his first movie, I think. Well, I'm going to watch it, and then I'm going to enjoy it more than Avatar. I don't think you will. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, don't think you will yeah. at all. Dude, I watched Shark Lake with uh, Dolph Lundgren. How was that? Not good. Just not, not really? good at all. I had no idea. I do want to see Kindergarten Cop 2 with Dolph Lundgren, but I'm kind of expecting not good there either let <laughs> well, me guess that's on netflix right oh yeah mark mark from uh movie films and flicks told me not to watch it hmm. but i'm not going to listen to his warning and i'm going to watch it anyway right because i like kindergarten cop one it's a guilty pleasure of mine yeah it's better than true lies that's the real <laughs> arnold schwarzenegger oh, okay. winner <laughs> the abyss was okay that was james cameron Oh yeah, you're right. It was all right. Better than Avatar stuff. Nah, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um 
Should we start wrapping this up? Oh, we, uh... Well, because, yeah, I mean... Oh, yeah. We're supposed to do an episode of Horror Play right after this, so that's why we're kind of doing a shorter episode here. Yeah. Um, Plus, Kyle's not here, so, mm-hmm. I mean... I just want to say real quick. Yep. I hate Avatar, but it's probably a better movie than Independence Day 2. Did you see Independence Day 2? No. But apparently a lot of people didn't either. <laughs> yeah, it kind of bombed. I mean, it didn't bomb, but it did not make its money back. That, it they made were... less money than the original, and you don't even have to... Adjust for inflation. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and that came out in 96, mm. 20 years earlier. Oh, the hype for that movie was insane. Plus, you also had Will right. Smith when he was like... At the peak yeah. of his career, yeah. Or, or kind of just like really. Also, you know, Jeff it. Goldblum, he was still, you know. Jeff Goldblum's in this one, though. Yeah, but still, Jeff Goldblum back then, he was like. Would you rather Jeff pick. Goldblum or Will Smith be in it? Both. Now you got to pick one or the other. Mm, neither. <laughs> okay. <laughs> still, didn't, still didn't answer my question. I don't know. I'm going to watch it. I didn't really care for the first one. I'll watch this new one. And uh, I, I saw the first one in theaters. Did you? Yeah. It was really fun. I'm not saying it's a great movie, but it was a fun movie to watch. I want to see The Shallows, the new shark movie with Blake Lively. I heard that's decent. Yeah. I heard it's the best shark movie since Jaws. Wow. Well, I mean, I think you could really, I mean, that's not really <laughs> hard to do. What what, what other shark movie? Deep movies? Blue Sea. That's that the only great... other one. That's like a guilty pleasure, but it's not a good sh- movie. My head is like a shark fin. That's a good song. <laughs> Man, we we just <laughs> basically when me and John do a podcast together, we just recap the last like three months of podcasting. It's basically a clip one. show. Yeah. <laughs> we, we should just start every three months. You and I just get together. Just Kyle, if he's at a baseball game, we just get together and we just recap. I think next week? Yep. We should uh, it just be me and you again and we'll recap uh, this, this podcast. <laughs> Only if the first five minutes are spent talking about how great the recap's going to be. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> All right. Well, let's wrap it up here. Obviously, so, like, sorry, it's going to a short episode uh, this week, but we just have a lot to do and. We're going to start recording Horror Play, so if you listen to Horror Play, go check that out. We're releasing the newest one, the Alan Wake review, should be out. And, uh, yeah, we'll have another episode of Shark Chopper next week. Hopefully it'll be longer. Um, I'm just going to plug SharkChopper.com. Also, like, that's where you can find all our podcasts. You know that. But also, Patreon, if you want to go on there, just donate a dollar. It helps us out. Um, You know, it's $1 a month, so $12 the for the whole year and you can help us out greatly buying new equipment, um, helping like finding people to help edit our fictional podcast along with our non-fictional podcast. Like that stuff's not easy to do. Um, it's very time consuming. So yeah, just a dollar a month helps us out and you get bonus uh, stuff on there. Uh, bonus clips. Kyle does a, um, a single man podcast on there. We have swimming lessons on there um, behind the scenes stuff, clip shows. So check that out. We're going to be uploading more stuff on there, too. And uh, I guess that's it. Any last words, John? Um, yeah. Okay. Not really. <laughs> Not really is his last words. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I will say, I'm going to make this real quick. I've decided to stop waiting on George R. R. Martin to finish 
writing the books. I'm just going to start watching the show. You haven't watched any of the show, right? Uh, I watched, like, the first couple episodes of the first season, but by then I've already, you know, read, like, uh, the first two books, so it's like, oh, uh, whatever. Everybody's talking about the show now. I mean, it's in the sixth season, right? Just wrapped up. Well, the thing is, he's definitely not going to finish the series before the TV series ends. Right. And he's, he's already told the, the producers of the show how the book is going to end, so it's there's no point in waiting. Whatever. Yeah. You know. Plus, it's like every week, like uh, the latest Game of Thrones episode is like a fucking event. I know like, everybody talks about it. Spoiler, yeah. I've I've had it ruined for me already. I know I've like, like every a lot spoiler. of I've got like a lot of things ruined, like uh, spoiled for me. I'm like, well, you know what? I'm just gonna watch it. Yeah, I know I, there's like two seasons left. I'm like, well, I'm gonna be on board for like the last two seasons. I'm still halfway through the third book, and I just I don't see me finishing it anytime soon. So I'm probably gonna do the same thing. I'll just I'll read the books eventually, but. I'm just gonna. Uh, watch I guess the show. like the the show diverges from the books. I like heard a, through the third season. Yeah, like it kind of starts diverging a little bit. So like you're not completely abandoning the books if you just like watch the show, but at the same time it's like you're not doing yourself a favor by just avoiding the show at the same time. Right. So yeah, I'm just gonna start watching the show. Yeah, I watched the first season. I liked it, so yeah. I'll probably I'll start watching the second season. Plus, now. what little I've seen of the show. The show is actually really fantastic. Yeah. Like, all the actors are amazing. Oh, yeah. Really, really good cast. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I mean, I, I just feel like it's kind of like caving, but I'm going to do it, too. Yeah. I'll read the books later, but I just want to catch up, and that way I'm not having every single season spoiled for me from now on. Like, I can catch up and then be ready for season uh, seven. Yeah, just uh, do what I'm going to do. I'm going to read the books when George R. R. Martin finishes them. Yeah. yeah. Huh? Yes, that's good. Cool. All right, well, that does it for this episode of Shark Dropper. Uh, we'll catch you next time. I've been your host, Robert. I'm John. See you guys. Yes, I stand here looking out over the ocean. I didn't want to cause a great big commotion. Because when I saw what looked like a fin, great surface again it was a shark shark
above the target. T minus five seconds till shark drought. Five, four, three, two, one. Drop the shark! Go! 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 The following podcast is a Shark Dropper Studios production.